Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 123. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he hath said? To you who to God for your refuge have fled. Hymn number 123.
scriptural this morning will be given by Nancy from New Jersey. John, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Psalms, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them, by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as an heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Who laid the foundations of the earth that it should not be removed forever? He appointed the moon for seasons. The sun knoweth his going down. Thou sendeth forth thy spirit, they are created and thou renewest the face of the earth. The glory of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. Ephesians, for we are his workmanship. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven. Our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 218. O life that maketh all things new, the blooming earth, the thoughts of men, our pilgrim feet wet with thy dew, in gladness hither turn again. Hymn number 218. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion. 
And uh, we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it or you want to listen to it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And you will also be able to find it on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school that meets every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. And that Sunday school is available to children anywhere in the world. It has its own teleconference number. So if you don't live in the area, call us. We'll give you the number, and we would be very happy to welcome your child. Many of our Sunday school children do call in from outside of New Jersey. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And with all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. And we are going to have another Bible study this coming Saturday, December 11. So check the website for study questions, and please join us this coming Saturday morning, 10 a.m., December 11. You'll be glad you did. And it's not too late to order our calendars for the year 2022. We still have some available. And a reminder, the price is $15 for the first one and $12 for each additional calendars mailed to the same address, and you can order either through the store on our website, or you can just send us a check and a letter telling us how many you would like. And there is an article that I would like to point out that is being featured now on our English website, English language website, entitled, Understanding God by Violet Kerr-Seamer. This talks about how we all can understand God and the benefits of doing so. Great article. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Debbie from Illinois. Miscellaneous Writings, page 450. I take advantage of the great privilege granted us to give my testimony for Christian science through the pages of our much-loved journal. The blessing has been so bountiful that words can but poorly express my gratitude. A little over six years ago, a relative came from Denver, Colorado to visit us. She was a Christian scientist, having herself been healed of a severe claim that MDs, drugs, and climate could not relieve. And her husband, having been in the drug business, she had had a chance to give them a fair trial. My sister-in-law did not talk much on the subject, as I remember, but what was better 
lived the truth before us as she realized it. One day, a blessed day to me, I ventured to open Science and Health and read the first sentence in the preface. I closed the book, wondering what more it could contain, this seeming to cover the whole ground. When my sister-in-law returned to the room, I asked her if I might read it. Her reply was yes, but begin at the first. That night, after all had retired, I began to read. Within 48 hours, I had destroyed all drugs, applications, etc., notwithstanding the fact that my husband had just paid $50 to a traveling specialist for part of a treatment. With the drugs disappeared ailments of nine years standing, which MDs had failed to relieve. I now understand that my sudden healing was due to my turning completely away from material methods, for I was convinced I should never use them again. I realized that God was my health, my strength, my life, therefore all. As I read Science and Health, I wondered why others had not discerned this truth. Physicians, ministers, and others who had devoted their lives to benefit mankind. Yes, why? Because they had been seeking in the opposite direction to truth, namely for cause and effect in matter, when all cause and effect are mental. I mentioned physicians and ministers because one class claims to heal disease, the other claims to heal sin. But Christian science heals physically and morally. It contains all. Its leaves are for the healing of the nations. L.B.A. Memphis, Tennessee. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 22 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, God, the only cause and creator. The golden text is from Proverbs. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. The responsive reading is from Psalms. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. 
Pierce will now read. I will read from the Bible, Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God called the firmament heaven. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. Nehemiah Now, in the twenty and fourth day of this month, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting and with sackcloths and earth upon them. And they stood up in their place and read in the book of the law of the Lord their God one-fourth part of the day. And another fourth part they confessed and worshipped the Lord their God. Thou, even thou, art Lord alone. Thou hast made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their host, the earth, and all things that are therein, the seas, and all that is therein, and thou preservest them all and the host of heaven worshipeth thee. And did see the affliction of our fathers in Egypt, and heardest their cry by the Red Sea. And thou didst divide the sea before them, so that they went through the midst of the sea on the dry land. And their persecutors thou threwest into the deeps, 
as a stone into the mighty waters, and madest known unto them thy holy Sabbath, and commandest them precepts, statutes, and laws by the hand of Moses thy servant, and gavest them bread from heaven for their hunger, and broughtest forth water for them out of the rock for their thirst, and promised them that they should go in to possess the land which thou hast sworn to give them. Luke There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb, and not able to speak, until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived, and hid herself five months, saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me, to take away my reproach among men. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son. And they made signs to his father 
how he would have him called. And he asked for a writing table and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled all. And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. Isaiah I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. Drop down, ye heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open, and let them bring forth salvation, and let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. I have made the earth and created man upon it. I, even my hands, have stretched out the heavens, and all their host have I commanded. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. Revelation Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. God creates and governs the universe, including man. The universe is filled with spiritual ideas, which he evolves, and they are obedient to the mind that makes them. God is the creator of man, and the divine principle of man remaining perfect. The divine idea or reflection man remains perfect. Man is the expression of God's being. If there ever was a moment when man did not express the divine perfection, then there was a moment when man did not express God, and consequently a time when deity was unexpressed, that is, without entity. The relations of God and man, divine principle and idea, are indestructible in science and science knows no lapse from nor return to harmony, but holds the divine order or spiritual law in which God and all that he creates are perfect and eternal, to have remained unchanged in its eternal history. 
In the science of Genesis, we read that he saw everything which he had made, and behold, it was very good. The corporeal senses declare otherwise. And if we give the same heed to the history of error as to the records of truth, the scriptural record of sin and death favors the false conclusion of the material senses. Sin, sickness, and death must be deemed as devoid of reality as they are of good God. Father Mother is the name for deity, which indicates his tender relationship to his spiritual creation. As the Apostle expressed it in words which he quoted with approbation from a classic poet, for we are also his offspring. Creator, Spirit, Mind, Intelligence, the animating divine principle of all that is real and good, self-existent life, truth, and love, that which is perfect and eternal, the opposite of matter and evil which have no principle, God who made all that was made and could not create an atom or an element, the opposite of himself. In the Saxon and 20 other tongues, good is the term for God. The scriptures declare all that he made to be good, like himself, good in principle and in idea. Therefore, the spiritual universe is good and reflects God as he is. God's thoughts are perfect and eternal, are substance and life. Material and temporal thoughts are human, involving error. And since God's spirit is the only cause, they lack a divine cause. The temporal and material are not then creations of spirit. They are but counterfeits of the spiritual and eternal. The foundation of mortal discord is a false sense of man's origin. To begin rightly is to end rightly. Every concept which seems to begin with the brain begins falsely. Divine mind is the only cause or principle of existence. Cause does not exist in matter, in mortal mind, or in physical forms. Mortals are egotists. They believe themselves to be independent workers, personal authors, and even privileged originators of something which deity would not or could not create. The creations of mortal mind are material. Immortal spiritual man alone represents the truth of creation. When mortal man blends his thoughts of existence with the spiritual and works only as God works, he will no longer grope in the dark and cling to earth because he has not tasted heaven. Carnal beliefs defraud us. They make man an involuntary hypocrite, producing evil when he would create good, forming deformity when he would outline grace and beauty.
injuring those whom he would bless. He becomes a general miscreator who believes he is a semi-god. His touch turns hope to dust, the dust we all have trod. He might say in Bible language, the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. There can be but one creator who has created all. Christian science presents unfoldment, not accretion. It manifests no material growth from molecule to mind, but an impartation of the divine mind to man and the universe. Proportionately as human generation ceases, the unbroken links of eternal harmonious being will be spiritually discerned. And man, not of the earth earthly, but coexistent with God, will appear. The scientific fact that man and the universe are evolved from spirit and so are spiritual is as fixed in divine science as is the proof that mortals gain the sense of health only as they lose the sense of sin and disease. Mortals can never understand God's creation while believing that man is a creator. God's children already created will be cognized only as man finds the truth of being. Thus it is that the real ideal man appears in proportion as the false and material disappears. No longer to marry or to be given in marriage neither closes man's continuity nor his sense of increasing number in God's infinite plan. Spiritually, to understand that there is but one creator, God, unfolds all creation, confirms the scriptures, brings the sweet assurance of no parting, no pain, and of man, deathless and perfect and eternal. The creative principle, life, truth, and love is God. The universe reflects God. There is but one creator and one creation. This creation consists of the unfolding of spiritual ideas and their identities, which are embraced in the infinite mind and forever reflected. These ideas range from the infinitesimal to infinity, and the highest ideas are the sons and daughters of God. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 275. Praise now, creative mind, maker of earth and heaven. Glory and power to him belong. Joy of the sun and skies, strength where the hills arise. So let us praise with joy and song. Hymn number 275.
Let's now sing hymn number 153. In thee, my God and Savior, forevermore the same, my spirit hath rejoicing, for holy is thy name. My soul doth magnify the Lord, sing all in glad accord. Praise him who lifts the lowly, for faithful is his word. I magnify and bless thee, for faithful is thy word. Hymn number 153.
I will read from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passage from 1 John 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, no substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. Amen.